Good afternoon. I'm Controller Fixer Recovering, and my name is Cindy. Um, so I looked up the definition and the meaning of intimacy. And intimacy in a relationship is a feeling of being close and emotionally connected and supported. And what does it mean for me to have a personal relationship with Jesus? Do I require this relationship daily? How is my heart transformed and my mind renewed? As a result of my heart being transformed and my mind renewed, these passages really relate to my life and changes that, that have happened to me. Romans 1 to 2. There is therefore no now no condemnation for those who are in Jesus Christ, who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free from the law of sin and death. To be carnally minded is sin and death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. In Romans 8, 2, do not be conformed to the, to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect to God, of God. So my life was not going well. I was in a dark place in my life. My relationships were strained. I can only describe it like this. I felt like a black hole in my heart. And I tried to fill with many self-help books, podcasts, live shows, other people, food, work, etc. I was doing life on my own. I felt so lonely, but not alone. I felt sad and angry. These were the only two emotions I could identify with or name. I engaged in suicidal thoughts many times in my life, but I never wanted to leave my kids. I had a delusion on how my life should be, and I seriously believed it. I thought my children would grow up with no troubles and they would have good lives. I wanted to go away and come back and all would be good. I was a black and white thinker. There was no gray areas. It was my way, and I was always right. I found it difficult to say I was sorry. When I was trapped in self-pity, these thoughts would go through my mind. Why isn't my life better? Why haven't, I, why haven't you changed him or her? Why don't I feel better? What am I doing wrong? This is not a relationship. It's confusion and contention. I'm a person on the most serious side, I thought. I took many burdens and burdens of others. I would fantasize about a better life, but I just didn't know how to get there. I struggled to keep my family together and happy and others in my life to the detriment of my well-being. This all didn't happen overnight. It took many years of living in an unhealthy environment. I know I was not in a good place and not living healthily for myself or anyone else. I was raised by a loving, generous parents. They worked very hard and taught me good work ethics. There were some challenges, but I had a good childhood. I was a golden child, which took on another set of problems, but I won't get into that today. We were Protestant and I often went to church on my own, which was just down the street. I knew God, but I didn't have a personal relationship with him. I got baptized in September of 2010, and that's where my journey was started with Jesus Christ. I, God put a couple of people in my life. They were so kind and gentle and loved me for who I was. Um, 
I wanted what she had. They were there to support me and love me along the way. She would have Bible studies with me, just her and I. She taught me how to pray, and she never once judged me, but continued to love on me. I know God brought them into my life just at the right time. In February 2011, I walked into my first Al-Anon meeting with my head down in shame and tears filled my eyes. My heart was broken and I was full of fear and I knew nothing about addiction. My hope was, I hope these people can help my loved ones. Well, I came out of that meeting with a bag of hope. They didn't judge me. They seemed to understand me and they just listened to me. One thing that really hit me at that meeting was the preamble and a stuck with me forever and that was you may not like us all but you love us in a very special way the same way we already love you and I still remember the feeling that came over me at the time it was a powerful statement and it really describes God's love I was doing two meetings a week I started to go to church on a regular basis I was learning who God is and I was really learning who I am often I would cry during church worship at church I would feel this overwhelming feeling of God's love over me. I started working my steps with my sponsor. I was learning about character defects and character assets. I found it hard to believe God or God could or would remove my character defects. And even if he did, what would he replace the emptiness with? I began to trust God with this and began to trust God with my loved ones. I knew I could no longer take on these burdens. They were killing me. My sponsor would tell me to get out of God's way that he couldn't do his work if I was in the way. And my job was just to love my loved ones. Being a caretaker and a people pleaser, this was very hard to let go of. I was at a point in my life where I had to trust God. And I began to let go and let God, my favorite slogan. I had to die to the thought nobody could do it as good as me. I had to really trust God. I even gave up the idea that I could save their life. I hated to see my child suffer. I took on that pain for many years. I was mama bear. Nobody picked on my child. I was told many times, don't mess with mama bear. I started giving God little things and I started giving him big things, which were my children. And eventually I gave him everyone and everything. God is either everything or he's nothing. As you can probably figure out by now, my life was getting lighter and I was having more peace. Life was not as scary as it used to be. People were not as scary as they used to be. This did not ha happen instantly. It took a lot of hard work. Working on my steps with my sponsor, learning leadership for two years, trusting God, listening to others, sharing my story, helping others, outside help. I had to go to a therapist, church. I was a willing soul and God had a good plan for me. So I have this quote on change. Growth is painful, change is painful, but nothing is as painful as staying stuck somewhere where you don't belong. So how is my life now? I have a beautiful life. Is it easy? No, not always, but I have God. I have an accountability partner. I talk to my accountability partner every morning. 
I often need to speak out loud whatever is on my mind, anything that is bothering me, any decisions I must make, etc. We pray together, and this has power in Jesus' name. My accountability partner has helped me. She recognized things in me that I might not see myself. She can be hard on me, but I need that. And for us, we accept criticism from each other. We help each other with daily routines and eating habits and much more. I need to hear the truth, and in turn, uh, it helps me speak my truth. I'm learning to be gentle with myself and love myself. I'm learning who I am in Christ. I serve God. I do life labs. I go to meetings. I make it a priority to do my devotions every morning. I usually get up at 5 a.m. to make sure I have lots of time. And why do I do my devotions? I hope this can help others that are struggling with devos. And I find that in Life Labs, uh, a lot of people struggle with them. Um, so number one, it keeps me grounded for the day. Number two, it changes my life in so many positive ways. Number three, I'm not going in all directions and I don't know what to do first. Four, it gives me a peace beyond all understanding. And five, I'm learning who God is. Six, I draw closer to God and I feel his love for me. Seven, it keeps the devil out of my life. Eight, I gain an understanding of the Bible. Nine, I grow spiritually in my faith. Ten, I get to apply the teaching of the Bible to my life. And eleven, it's a power, powerful start to my day. And my day goes much smoother when I have him lead. I journal the passages that stand out to me. This was very hard at the beginning of my journey. I asked God to help me understand the Bible. Life Labs really helped me to read the Bible consistently. And how has Life Labs changed my life? It helps me see many blockages that I had kept I that kept me from God. I was intrigued. I never thought of these things are keeping me from God. I grew in my courage to speak assertively. I often find myself in situations where I need to speak my truth. I had a lot of fear around this task and I could be very passive. I like to make it flowery instead of getting to the point. And I, I often worried about feelings of others instead of my own feelings. This is why I need God and people in my life to walk with me on this journey. I just can't do it on my own. I recently had a situation at work where I found myself being a victim again. I made a vow I will not be treated with unacceptable behavior. I actually confronted this person in a nice way, and I will not accept this behavior. I actually got good results. I get more respect. Her defenses came down, but she distanced herself from me, which I do not take personal. I used to wear my heart on my sleeve and took everything personal in the past, and I I keep a positive attitude in my environments. Before I do this, I call my accountability partner and we pray and talk it over. I've been helping people in Life Labs and it gives me confidence to be on the Great Commission. God has placed many people in my life to help. I am using my, care, my caretaking in a positive way, not to the detriment of my well-being. I don't need to fix either. I just need to listen and use my program and my tools that I learn. I'm forever grateful for God in my life. As I continue to ask him to heal my heart 
and be the director of my life. He transforms my mind and is healing my heart on a daily basis. I had to die to self and let God lead my life. I had to let go of control and hand my will and my life over to God. I know one of the many gifts is in my life is gratitude. I'm thankful every day for who and what is in my life. God, my fam my church family, my accountability partner, my family, my dog, Micah, my relationships, my home, my loved ones, my friends, my recovery, and much more. I see how God works in my life, but he is mysterious, so I'm sure there's so much more. He has changed my heart so much. Recovery is giving me a positive outlook on my life. I need God to be the head of my heart, my decisions, my life, and my will. Do I always do it right? No. But I am a willing soul. I always need his help. It is much easier to make amends. I'm no longer afraid to say I'm sorry. My relationship God, with God takes love, wisdom, truth, trust, and intimacy. I feel this love on me, which in turn helps me love myself and others. I talk to him like I talk to my best friend. I share my thoughts and feelings with him. I ask him anything I need to know. He takes care of me and he saves me. He has saved me from many bad situations and relationships. He gives me answers when I need answers. I may have to wait and it may not be the answer I want. And he is patient with me, which helps me be patient with others. He gives me strength when I need strength. He teaches me acceptance and patience. He builds my character. I have quiet moments with him and he speaks to me in these moments. I've heard him speak to me in a loud voice also. I hear him through dreams and nature. I feel he is always looking out for me and takes care of me. He has my back. He keeps me grounded and calm. I feel his abundant love on me. I'm so grateful that he's changed my heart and renewed my mind. I praise God. Intimacy with God gives me a purpose here, both here and in heaven. So Jeremiah 29, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I love the Lord with all my heart and soul. He has given me a future and a hope. There's no other relationship like the one I have with God. He has a plan, and I trust his plan is good. I just want to read out of Jesus Calling. It's a devotion I read every morning. It's June 3rd, if anyone has that book. <laughs> oh, I want to be central. Whoops. Just a second here. My dog wants to read, too. <laughs> I want to be central in your entire being. When you when your focus is firmly on me, my peace displays displaces fear and worry. They will encircle you, seeking entrance. You so you must stay alert. Let trust and thankfulness stand guard, turning back fear before it can gain a foothold. There is no fear in my love, which shines on you continuously. Sit quietly in my love light while I bless you with radiant peace. Turn your whole being to trusting and loving me. 
And I just have one more question. What is God's facial, facial expression toward you when you are with him? Is your answer based on performance or do you see his agape love for you? I see his agape love for me and I feel it and I hold on to it. 